I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. Welcome to my podcast where I invite you to join me each week as I shine a light on some of the very best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offer advice to those that want to make in the UK. But before we get on to today's episode, I just want to tell you about an event that I've got coming up. If you're interested in discovering UK manufacturers and British-made brands from the fashion, textiles and homeware sectors, you should definitely come to our trade show, Make It British Live. Taking place on the 29th and 30th of May 2019 at the Business Design Centre in London, we've got over 200 exhibitors inspiring talks just like the ones on this podcast and it's the perfect place to network with others that want to see UK manufacturing thrive. Registration is now open and if you go to mib.live forward slash podcast VIP I've got a special something for you when you register. I hope to see you there and now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 56 of the Make It British podcast. This week marks the sixth month anniversary since I launched this podcast in the middle of November 2018. So although we're up to episode 56, that's partly because, well, completely because I did a one week special back in January for our Get Set for Manufacturing challenge, which I will talk about in a minute. So with it being six months since I launched this podcast, I thought I'd take a little bit of a look into the stats for the show and find out which episodes that you've all been listening to have been your favourites. So I'm going to run through our top 10 episodes on the Make It British podcast so far. So I've based this on which episodes have consistently received the most downloads, which is how you work out from a podcast what's most popular, which have people listened to the most. Some of these may surprise you. There were certainly a couple in here that surprised me. But what I'll also do, in case you haven't heard all of this top 10, I will put the links to them all in the show notes for this podcast, which you'll find at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash 056. So you can listen back to any that you think sound interesting and that you may have missed. So let's start with number 10, which was episode 33 an interview with Andy Ogden of English Fine Cottons, the only commercial cotton spinning mill in the UK. In episode 33, I interviewed Andy. I went to the mill up in Greater Manchester where they spin English Fine Cotton and I found out all about how their business is helping to close the loop in the UK's fragmented supply chain. So if you're at all interested in the UK textile manufacturing industry, which I'm sure you are if you're listening to this podcast, that would be a really good episode to start with because it helps you to understand how much the UK textile manufacturing industry is having a resurgence right now. So then let's come on to number nine. And that is episode three, when I discussed why is UK manufacturing so important? Now, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, I'm preaching to the converted slightly. But if ever you need to explain to anyone 
at a dinner party why it's important that UK manufacturing starts to come back home, then that is the episode to listen to because it's full of information and reasons why we should be making more here in the UK. Now, that couldn't be more different than the title of the episode, which is the eighth most popular of the Make It British episodes so far, and that is episode number 24, which was entitled is the UK manufacturing revival over? A bit of a controversial title. And when I recorded that interview, it was because there had been a piece in the news about the Clark's factory in Somerset, which had only been open less than a year, being marked for closure, which was kind of a big deal, really, if you'd been following the factories and mills and various businesses that were reshoring and opening up new places in the UK. And Clark's was such a big part of that. To then hear that it was going to be shutting down, did it mean that others were going to follow suit and the UK manufacturing revival was over? Well, you'll have to listen to that episode to find out what my thoughts are on that. But I can tell you that since that episode was recorded, The Clark's factory has indeed definitely closed down. But what we have heard since then is that Dr Martins was going to be making a huge investment in their footwear manufacturing business or their footwear manufacturing plant in Northampton. So I'd like to think that I got it right when I was talking about the Clark's factory being a one-off incident because it certainly didn't mean that other footwear manufacturers were going to follow suit and were going to start closing more of their businesses down. So although that was a very topical episode, it's definitely worth listening back to. Number seven was another interview episode. In episode number 31, I interviewed Mick Chima who is the manager of Basic Premier, a garment manufacturing business in Leicester. Now, the reason I think that episode has been so popular is because there has been a lot of controversy about manufacturing businesses in the UK, particularly in Leicester, following the government inquiry into the sustainability of the UK manufacturing industry. And I particularly wanted to get Mick onto the show because I knew that he was doing some great things in Leicester. And I wanted to make sure that the voice of a manufacturer from Leicester could be heard. Because what occurred to me when I saw everything that had happened during the government's inquiry, it was that they had not interviewed any manufacturers as part of that inquiry. So I wanted to make sure I got some manufacturers on this show to talk about what they're doing. And it's very much about getting the voice of the manufacturer across, which I suppose also has shown that that has been what you guys have wanted to listen to because those interviews with manufacturers have been some of the most popular on this show so far. So if you want to hear me do more interviews with manufacturers, then let me know and I can certainly make that happen. But if you haven't listened to the interview with Mick from Basic Premier, it's episode number 31. In at number six, we had the top nine manufacturing trends for 2019. So that was an episode that went out right at the beginning of January 2019. 
it'll be really good to look back at that episode at the end of this year to see if I got those manufacturing trends right. And I won't go through them all in detail on this podcast. Just switch over to episode number 15 if you wanted to find out what I predicted for this year. And let's review that in December. At number five, this one didn't surprise me. The one of the most popular episodes, in fact, the most popular week by far that we've had on the podcast for downloads was the week in January, in the second week in January, when I did the Get Set for Manufacturing Challenge, which was a podcast every single day, which gave tips and advice for those wanting to start making in the UK. And day one of that challenge was by far one of the most downloaded episodes of the Make It British podcast. So I covered a different aspect of manufacturing each day. Topics that would help you launch a product that was made in the UK. And each podcast every day gave you something to think about, such as cost prices or what product it was you're actually wanting to make and how you get that across to manufacturers. So if you are launching a product made in the UK, go back and listen to the challenge episodes, which start at episode number 16 and go up to episode number 20 and listen to them in order. And it gives you something to do every day. Now, the the manufacturing challenge is now closed because we had a Facebook group, which I've mentioned on the podcast. That's now closed, but you can still run through that challenge and it should help you. And if you want any further help in launching a business made in the UK, then we do have a course that went along with the challenge. And you can find that at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash get set. In at number four, it's another manufacturer interview, this time with the always popular Jenny Holloway from Fashion Enter, who talked about what she has learned by running a clothing factory. Jenny's actually going to be one of the speakers at our Make It British Live event this year as well. If you're coming to the show, And if you're not listening to this podcast in the past, I'm afraid you've missed it, but we will be recording it at the show. Jenny is going to be joining a panel discussion, which will be chaired by Lucy Siegel of The Guardian. She's a well-known journalist and she's going to be grilling the manufacturers on that panel on day one on Wednesday, the 29th of May. And Jenny, on this episode of the podcast, was very honest and open about the challenges she's had because, like me, she's come from a fashion buying background and then she saw a need for more manufacturing, good, ethical garment manufacturing in the UK. So she set up a factory and she's had that factory now for, I think it's about 10 years and it's not been plain sailing. So it's very admirable what she has done and she's definitely coming out the other side. So lots of you loved listening to that episode with Jenny. And for those of you that haven't, go back and listen to episode number 21. Number three was episode 13, 10 mistakes that people make when starting a brand made in the UK. I think the title pretty much says it all there. I came up with 10 mistakes. Now I think back, I could probably come up with another 10 or another 20. So knowing that that episode was popular, I will create some more episodes on that topic later this year. So if you've got anything in particular 
that you're concerned about, that you can't get right, that you need help with, I would love to be able to help you on this podcast and answer some of those questions. So drop me a message and I will make sure we cover it in a future podcast episode. Right, we're on the last two now. Now, it's no surprise, I don't think, that the top two episodes were those first two episodes that I launched right at the beginning of this podcast because right at the beginning, we were really keen to make sure everyone knew we'd listened to a podcast. So I think if I'm looking back in at the end of this year, these might not be the top two. But currently, episode number one is actually number two when it comes to the popularity. And that was the episode when I talked about my background, why I set up Make It British and why I do what I do today. So it may interest if you've been listening to this and you think, who is that woman who's harping on about UK manufacturing? What does she think she knows? Where's she come from? And why does she do it? Then listen back to episode one and hear some of the funny stories about why I jacked in my job to save UK manufacturing. (laughs) And number one is a man who did something similar, I suppose. Episode number two, which was an interview with James Eden, who is the founder of Private White VC, was actually working in the city before he set up Private Y. It was already a factory called Cooper and Stoll Brand in Manchester. He had the idea to create a brand and an own brand out of that factory, and he called it Private White. So if you haven't already heard James's story, or if you want to hear James's opinion on what it's like running a factory brand like Private White and the challenges that they've had in becoming a direct-to-the-consumer business rather than doing contract work for other businesses, which is what a lot of manufacturers are doing these days is setting up their own brands in order to be able to reach the customer directly and not have to rely on waiting for other businesses to give them orders in order to keep their factory busy. And the challenges that they have had in order to change their business to do that rather than being um, solely a contract manufacturer, it makes for a really interesting story. And James has quite a controversial view about pricing as well. So if you're at all interested in how you should price your brand if you make in the UK, then James's interview in episode number two will be of great interest to you. So that's the top 10 episodes so far. Is your favourite in there? Or have you just started listening to this podcast and has that inspired you to go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes? Got lots of exciting ideas for things to cover in this podcast in the coming six months, including hopefully another challenge week as well, because I know the challenge week was really popular amongst a lot of you. So do keep listening. And please, can I ask, Could you spare a moment, if you are enjoying this podcast, to write me just a little review on iTunes? I will put instructions of how to do it in the show notes of this episode. I hope you don't mind me taking that liberty. And I'm going to start reading out some more of those 
reviews as well going forward because it's always great to hear from you and hear if you're enjoying this podcast and what you think of it and what you'd like me to talk about more. So thank you very much for listening today and I hope that I will see you at the Make It British Live event in just a couple of weeks' time. And next week's episode will be an interview with another one of our exhibitors. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there's also bonus episodes occasionally. So don't forget to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so that you get notified every time a new episode goes live. And if you enjoyed the show, I would really love it if you left me just a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye bye.